Everything I do is a love letter addressed to you. Tayari Jones, author of An American Marriage. He's kind of crazy, she's a little insane. Keeping energy really messes with his brain. One is divorced, the other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Silver Linings Playcast. Oh yeah. Hello everybody and welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. As far as I know, it is the only podcast solely devoted to Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. I think this is our fifth week of doing fan fiction. This is the longest run. I think this is what the podcast is now. Anyway, we have a special formatted episode this week with a brand new uh, fan fiction story in the Silver Linings Playbook Extended Universe. <clears throat> All right, let's get to it. May 27th, 1862. Tiffany, sweet Tiffany, I miss you so much. We finished training our new recruits and are about to join the efforts to the South. These are exciting and scary times. In a perfect world, I'd be with you now. But I know that what we're about to be a part of is important to all mankind. Our boys look strong and we're as well equipped as any unit. We're ready to fight and we're ready to win. Hopefully things will go swiftly and all this will be over before you know it. There's not a lot of Italians here, but our sister battalion is full of Irish from New York. This really is going to be the foundation for a great nation once the Union is secured. Give Ethan my love. Tell him I'll take him fishing when I get home. As always, my love forever and faithfully yours, Corporal Patrick Salatano. June 10th, 1862. Corporal Pat. Is that what the men call you? We are so proud of you, but miss you so much. Everything is fine here. I just wish there never was a war. Why must men fight all the time? Is that not what we have politicians for? Anyway, I miss you so much and I can't wait till your return. Ethan sends his love. Please stay safe and write when you can. Much love. Tiffany M. Solitano. June 24th, 1862. My lovely Tiffany, great news. It looks like our tour will be over soon. Unfortunately, we have not had the successes we'd like, but it seems the fighting is shifting to the east, and our division will be making our final march south to join up with several other divisions for one last effort to drive the Confederates out of West Virginia, and then we will be released to return home. The men of my unit have been working hard, and I have received a promotion to sergeant. I will be sending an additional $3 home monthly, but even better, this last few months I will be serving with Quartermaster Sergeant Tremaine, who I've spoken of before. We've been close, and he keeps my spirits up. Keep your own spirits up, or it won't be long until I'm home. As always, my love, faithfully and forever yours, Sergeant Patrick Salatano. 
July 9th, 1862. Patrick, my dearest. That is wonderful news. Though no amount of pay is worth being apart from you, I pray the fighting ends soon. Please don't be a hero, because you already are. Come home soon. Sincerest love, Tiffany M. Solitano. July 23rd, 1862. My heart, I'm sending you my love. I must keep it short. We've suffered a major defeat and our company has lost many good men. I'm fine though. I cannot say as much for many of my brothers in arms. Tomorrow we march to the rear for a refit. General McClellan is taking over our army and we all have great faith that despite our recent setbacks, he will bring us the victory we are destined for. I must get back for there is much to be done. The faster we bring the fighting to the Rebs, the sooner I can return home to you, my love. As always, my love, faithfully and forever yours, Sergeant Patrick Solitano. August 6th, 1862. Patrick, I miss you so much. I thought that when you were away there would be good days and bad days, but... There are only bad days and those days where it's all I can do to go on. I do not know how much longer I can take you being away. I know that you must, and so I'll go on. I look forward to hearing from you, and even more to seeing you and being able to hold you once more. Your longfully loving wife, Tiffany M. Salatano. August 19th, 1862. Tiffany, my sweetest, I pray that this letter finds you in good health. Much has happened since I last wrote. Our forces have suffered some devastating losses and morale is low, but we know that our cause is just and the times will not always find us as lean. The fact that so many men remain despite the heavy casualties that we've suffered is a testament to the will of the just. And so we march on. Hopefully something will turn our way soon. And my most sincere hope is the next letter to you will be telling of my plans to return home. Give father and mother my love and hug Ethan for me. I have other things planned for you, which are not fit or proper to mention in a letter. And so I shall save them for when I see you again. As always, my love, forever and faithfully yours, Sergeant Patrick Salatano. September 2nd, 1862. Patrick, my love, my heart weeps for your absence, but is brave knowing that you are fighting for the good fight, and with every hope and prayer wishes to have an end to this terrible conflict so you can be home once more. Ethan has grown tall. He works taking care of the chickens and talks of one day being a blacksmith. His best friend Johnny's older brother returned from the front lines, missing his right leg. It terrifies me to see how the boys come back, and I pray for your safety. Please hurry, and do not be a hero, for you've already done far more than anyone could ever ask, having served longer than your enlistment. The country needs you, but your family needs you as well. Father believes that the fighting will be done soon, and I hope he's right. He read in the news that President Lincoln has prepared a proclamation freeing all the slaves. Would that not be wonderful? 
Surely that would hurry up and end the war, or at least demoralize the South and slow the fighting. I miss you so much, my love, and I'm eagerly waiting for your return. Always yours, Tiffany M. Solitano. September 16th, 1862. My dearest Tiffany, it's been a long campaign, but I'm sure one day we will look back and know that our efforts to preserve the Union were not in vain. Three days ago, several of our troops discovered plans made by General Lee himself. We intend to halt his advances into Maryland. General McClellan's a wise man and confident that our plan will succeed. With this new information, our victory is assured to the point the general has said himself, if we can't rout the Rebs, that he will resign his command. We are to strike at dawn? To my sweet, I know that this war has carried on further than any of us would like and my arms long to hold you once again. But we must both stay strong in the notion that if there is any man that isn't free, the love of ours would be soiled by the inhumanity that threatens our great land. If I should fall, take heart in the fact that my last breath was exhaled fighting for a better world for you and for Ethan. My mind shall not linger on the wickedness of men, for if a merciful God does exist, he will reunite us as we were once more. As always, my love, Forever and faithfully yours, Sergeant Patrick Solitano. September 30th, 1862. To the wife of Sergeant Patrick Solitano, ma'am, I don't mean to cause alarm. I pray that perhaps I'm being hasty, but I cannot in good faith conscience refrain from informing you that after the 12 hours of combat, your husband, my battle, Sergeant Pat, has not been accounted for. It has only been 24 hours since the fighting stopped, but it was what will undoubtedly be the worst fighting we've seen to date. If his glory should have mercy on mankind, may the world never see the bloodshed that befell our soldiers at Antietam. Many have yet to be accounted for, and I cannot confirm that the worst has befallen, but Sergeant Pat was always the first to fight and last to run, which does not bode well for his absence. We've served closely in this last campaign, and always had an agreement that if ever need be, we would make sure that one another's families were taken care of. Our division suffered massive losses, and is in terrible disarray, and there is still hope that he is simply residing with a different company. But as of this evening, he has not reported back if he returns, I will notify you most quickly, but it is with my deepest sympathies I must say that the promise of his return does not look good. Please know that you have my heartfelt regrets in having to write this, and I pray that you two will be reunited one day. While we did suffer heavy casualties, the Union has claimed victory routing General Lee's push north, and be certain the contributions of every Union man here at Antietam will be remembered throughout history. Very respectfully, Quartermaster Sergeant Danny Tremaine. October 14th, 1862. Patrick, my love, your friend Danny wrote and we have not heard from you. I can't even begin to tell you how worried I am. I have not told your parents or Ethan. 
I've read in the news of what happened at Antietam, and I need you to write back. I can't imagine a life without you. Please let this letter find you in good health and on your way back home to me. Forever in love, Tiffany M. Salatano. October 28th, 1862. Patrick. As every day passes, I come closer to terms with the fact that I haven't heard from you. And may never again. I will never give up waiting for you to return for us to be reunited. You must come back. You left for noble purposes, but you have an even more noble purpose here waiting for you. Patrick, please come home. I love you. Tiffany M. Solitano. November 11th, 1862. My love. My life. I will never again be complete without in your notes to finish the music of our song. I will never say it. I'm still waiting for you to come back. You can't do this to us, to me. I love you. I love you. I will always love you. Tiffany M. Solitano. November 25th, 1862. My love, if, if I must write letters that will never be read, I will write them until my hands are old and can no longer hold a pen. The ink of my letters dries long before the tears to consecrate the paper of this sacred note. My husband, my soldier, my light, I miss you. Please come home. I will wait forever. Your wife, Tiffany Maxwell. Solitano. December 9th, 1862. My dearest Tiffany, I hope this letter finds you in good health. I am sorry that I have not been able to ride. As you surely know by now, our army suffered great losses at Antietam. I was wounded and unable to ride. The men thought that I would not be able to make it, but even in my state, I thought of you every moment. While the battle was terrible, brave men accomplished great things, and the events that took place will surely turn the tides of this terrible war. Our labors will be fruitful for the Union. I have been fighting to preserve this wonderful nation, but also with the thoughts of you and Ethan in my heart at every moment. As soon as I finish writing this letter, I will stick it in my pocket and walk the final mile to hand deliver it to you, my sweet. May the war end soon, but for me it is over. It has been too many days since my arms have held you, too many nights since my lips have kissed you, and far too long since I have known you. My heart races with the excitement that today we will be together once more and forever. As always, my love, forever and faithfully yours, Sergeant Retired Patrick Solitano. And that's it for this week of uh, our fan fiction. 
from the Silver Linings Playbook Extended Universe. Uh, tune in this week and every week for more ridiculous stories that nobody ever asked to be written or read. Until next time, we'll see you down the road and Excelsior. He's kind of crazy. She's a little insane. Keeping energy really messes with his brain. One is divorced. The other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Silver Linings Playcast. Oh yeah.